0: Hello beautiful people. Welcome to episode four for the love of the culture. Yeah. We're here back again in your ears. Going to talk about things that we think are important about the culture. Putting our spin on it. So uh, today is going to be interesting. Um, our interesting episode. So I'm going to let Tim take the lead on topic number one. My
1: boy Tim.
0: Should I introduce what the the Please. PG the PG friendly do, topic.
2: Do or? a PG and then I'll take it up to let R. Me and, a, and, let me do the PG title
0: of this topic. So topic number one, I love you, but I wanna sample something
2: <laughs> That new
0: <dude>. news. <laughs> so that that is our PG uh thirteen topic title. Uh just a warning. This is not a podcast, it's for you little kids. You got to be real grown and mature to listen to this podcast. Your kids we'll,
1: should not be in the room when you listen listening to this. So, real your talk. little
0: kiddies, if your kiddos are in the room, I'm going to give you about five seconds to go tell them to watch some Blues Clues or play some Take their little
1: badass
2: in the next room.
0: So, okay. So, again, topic yeah. number one. I love you, but I want to sample something new. So, I'm going to give this to uh, to Terrell because this was his topic that he wanted to discuss. And I'll let you take the lead.
2: Look. I'm going to be straightforward to all my beautiful women and my masculine men out there is you got to understand something. We all are human beings. Let's get That's to the right. essence That's of who right. we are as human That's beings. Right. We were initially put on this earth not to be with one man among one woman. It evolved as society evolved and then marriage came into the situation because we know I grew up in Alabama. I'm a I'm a a church person. I grew up that way. And a lot of people in the Bible. in the Bible have more than one wife. Am I if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I, I know I'm not wrong. So you have different emotions. As you progress in life and you start to mature, as your sexual needs change, as different things change, then you start to be attracted to different women, different men. You want something new. Instead of the slim slim, you want the the slim
1: thick instead of the <laughs> Instead of the slim dude Okay, I feel like I have to address one aspect Okay Okay. Um, Of course, in the Old Testament There was more than one wife For a lot of the men But as we went into the New Testament And Paul preached the gospel to the Gentiles It was more of Breaking down And Disassociating Christianity with sexual immorality And there was more of strengthening the relationship between monogamy with one wife and one husband and building as a unity. So although the Old Testament is still something that we must take into consideration when it comes to the New Testament, there was big consensus of monogamy, one husband to one wife. And I'll let you continue. Well, well. Oh, no, 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 Let me, let me jump this. <laughs>
0: this is this is the lady of the hour, um, Ebony. So what it sounds like, hour. what what it sounds like, Tim, is what you're saying is you may be in a monogamous relationship with a woman, especially of your life, but that's not natural. That it is, it it is a natural. Um, urge within men and maybe women that Both. you that you want to be with more than one person. So are you saying that monogamy is not attainable for us because it's built in us that we want more than one person?
2: Look, I, I look at it on two sides of the of the coin. You have one side of the coin. Let's start foundationally. Foundationally, you're going to be attracted to more than one person. Yeah, that's true. Whether you're married that's true. or you, you single. You still will. Yeah. yeah you're, you're human. Right. So on then now we get to the two sides of the coin. On one side of the coin... If you're that type of person who feels like, okay, I'm with someone and that's just the person I want to be with. I'm not going to sleep with anybody else. I want to stay committed to your husband or wife or whatever. That's fine. Everybody is not built the same. But then on the other side of the coin, you have some people who feel like who have the ability and mental state to sleep with outside people and it doesn't affect their home. Because let me finish, Ebony. Because, because <laughs> right.
1: My, let, him, let my brother let him get it out.
2: Because you under you you have the the need and the urge for some some of that outside uh, goody good good, and then you get your outside goody good good, and you it doesn't affect your home life mm. because you understand that it's just it just is what it and is. And I it's,
1: understand that it might not un- affect your home life, but I think I had this conversation with Ebony. Yesterday, which is which is so crazy because that woman through her body language through her mannerisms will let your significant other know That something has transpired between you and her people don't know how to keep things between Just you and me well you, you have I
2: mean? certain people call and I've had this conversation for years They call SFL Sucker for Love Ass Motherfuckers. What in the
0: world did you just come up with that? No, I'm a sucker.
1: I'm supporting him with some of the notions that Sucker for
2: Love Ass Motherfuckers. So, in order to do what I'm I'm talking about, and we all enjoy outside whatever and for some some people outside sex is is a form it's like lazarus you you're rejuvenated through dealing with somebody with a little something on the outside but you never lose focus on what's important and what's at home Mm. so you may get a little something and then you you let it be what it is you don't take it back home you don't continue to communicate with this person you let it be what it be and you enjoyed it's, it. It's
1: not that so cut and dry.
2: Yes, it, and, and it can, can be.
1: It can be, but it's not because when sucker for love, one ass that motherfuckers. Cousin, you're right. One thing my cousin said to me: she said, "No matter how much intelligence you have, when emotion comes into play, intelligence is cast out the window." No, I disagree.
0: Okay, so let let the one woman. Um, I, I don't even know where to start. So this is what I'm gonna say. So i like to call it flavors of love so you know you think about ice cream and i'm a foodie you got vanilla ice cream you got chocolate you got strawberry you know cookie dough whatever you want so i i think about love or relationships like the flavors of love there are different confines or structures of relationship you have some people that believe in monogamy which means not only are we partners but i'm not giving you permission to go sleep with another woman we, we are we are keeping the sexual part of our relationship confined between the two of us. And that's fine. There are some people that will say, hey, we are together and we are a partnership, but I occasionally would like to exercise an option Ooh. to jump in the bed with someone else and see, what, and see what to do.
1: That's dangerous.
0: And it is. And, you know, I love you. And that's where we came with the title of this. I love you, but I want to sample something new. Now... I'm a very non-judgmental person. My favorite uh, ice cream is uh, chocolate chip. But if Tim likes uh, chocolate and uh, George likes strawberry, I'm not judging them because that's what they like. And I've always taken the approach of do what's best for you. So, and and let me just finish. I'm not saying that it's wrong to want to be able to have a a monogamous relationship. But with the option to go out there and play. But I think with anything, when it comes to relationship, you got to number one. If that's that's what you like, if you like to have, you know, all 30 flavors, I think that's what Baskin-Robbins' slogan was, 31 flavors. Stay single. If you want 31 flavors and you find a person that you want to be coupled with, but be able to taste the other 30 flavors, number one, you got to be honest with that. Because that's not everyone's cup of tea. Correct. And if you are able to find someone that is okay with that, then i like, hey, y'all like it, I love it. But I find that sometimes people are not uh, transparent or honest with what they want in a a relationship or what a relationship means Mm. for them. And I think that's where you get yourself in trouble. And then, you know, if you are in the confines of a monogamous relationship and you start bringing other people in whatever that looks like
2: look up the word monogamous and when did it come into you
0: know that's and i think that's where you're going to get at George, we've had this conversation a couple of times you know when you start inviting people to you know your exclusive party things can get a little interesting
1: welcome to the party
0: you know and uh that's where you know you may be on a uh, love and hip-hop uh Seven Five Seven Edition. So, if yeah. you want to speak to how it can get a little uh, a little dicing when you start trying other flavors,
2: sucker for love.
1: Man. Well, um trying other flavors is dangerous to any relationship, mm-hmm. and uh, if you don't have a general consensus between you and your lover of how you how you intend to move out here, mm-hmm. then it's dangerous because if you are the type of person that you want to try other flavors, then if your significant other doesn't know that that's part of your agenda mm-hmm. then you're wrong yes i
0: would because
1: been. if they're not cool with it then is is a recipe for disaster
2: look I, look look i'm tired of the bullshit i'm tired <laughs> of people lying to each other and lying if i'm with somebody for 10 15 years you expect me to only sleep with you for 10 15 years yes hell no a- that's 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 not but hold up that Bahola. that doesn't even make the common sense role. because
1: there are possibilities that you you can grow as people. There are so many.
2: Only like reason this. why you so what's stopping you from sleeping? What's stopping you from from sleeping with somebody else?
1: What's stopping you from sleeping with somebody else? Is that yes? Because you want to keep it, it loyalty number one. You want to keep it one hundred with this person. You gotta loyalty,
2: right? Okay, loyalty. Loyal to who?
1: Loyal to that person.
2: But. Let's let's dig deeper. When you say loyalty to, that, loyalty to that person, what does that really mean? All right. You're not doing it because you don't want to do what you don't want to hurt that person, yes. disappoint that person. Yes. You don't well, want to hurt that person because it has nothing to do with you. It's about that person. Yeah. Okay.
1: Definitely. It's just like if if you're chilling with one of your mans, but you tell you got to tell your mans, hey, I'm cool with the ops. The dude they want to smoke you, yeah, that's my man too. No, that's you different. know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. No, it's, it's the not because the,
2: the, the female that you're dealing with that, has, that don't know your wife or have no anger or any, any type of aggression towards your wife, it's not, she don't want to smoke your wife. She don't want to take your wife out. Yeah, she but don't, it could
1: go that way. Look at Mary Joe Butterfuco, man. So that's just,
2: why, that's why you do what you do and leave yeah, Amy
1: it wh- Fisher and
2: leave it where it's that
1: so bop, let me, I'm, to, I'm <laughs> a firm
2: believer. Uh, it's not what you do. It's how you do what that's you
0: do. Okay, so Tora, I got true. some questions. I just want to clarify. I want to make sure I understand you correctly. So let's say you're in a committed relationship. You have a girlfriend, wife, whatever. And y'all been together for 10 years. And you're saying you want to be able to exercise the option to be physically, have, let's be real, have sex with someone else. Is that need to have sex with someone else out of the confinement of the person that you are partnered with? Is that because you're saying that sex with your partner is no longer nope. exciting? And let me finish. That's no longer exciting, so you want to see what other flavors are out there. She better change or, that wig. Or, <laughs> that's what Megan said in On the Walk. Woo! Or, is it because. That it goes back to, you know, and you and I have had a conversation about this, about the the concept of monogamy. That it is not natural for human beings to be monogamous. And that it is actually natural to want to be able to have both chocolate, strawberry, and chocolate chip ice cream.
2: It it is. Because at the end of the day, we are just like all the other animals that's out here in in this world. We are put here to procreate. We're, We're here to... Make babies. The other parts that's been put into society, marriage, and all this other stuff has been put in for males because yeah if, it's a very if, patriotic system it's very, by marriage. Yeah, it's very uh, patriotic system because now I want to protect my name. I want to protect my generation generational wealth. It's a lot of things I want to protect. So in order to make sure that this child is mine and it belongs to me, and they are carrying on the family name. I'm going to marry you. We're going to continue on with this name. But in the beginning, that's not how things happen. As much as you, you you may want to say this, but it's not true. In the fact that how the world became populated is it wasn't a husband and wife. It wasn't, I'm sleeping with this one woman. So it's oops it,
0: babies that help us populate human society. As, as,
2: as women, because... Or they used I, to
0: call them bastards but oops babies is probably the more so but that's what they called because i think was was set up in the confinements of marriage because marriage wasn't about i love you you love me it was more about ownership it's an agreement of
1: yeah yeah right. yeah i get that
0: so, so i guess my i guess my question then is you know is this more that, about on, is this more about sexual appetite because if you are if you were in a monog if you're i won't say monogamous if you're a partner with somebody. And obviously, if you're partner with them, they fulfill needs both sexually, emotionally, physically, and all the different things. Look up right. what the
2: word defin- the definition of the word "partner" means. But go ahead.
0: So, is this simply of uh, I want to be able to explore other things sexually, or you know, are you having conversation with this other person that you're trying to add to your partnership? Is this just about sex? And if it is, it's okay. I'm just I'm most just trying
2: to- majority of the things is about sex. When when I meet or you meet or whoever meets somebody initially, it's all about physical. The physical appearance is about sex in the, in the beginning. Was... The, the foundation is about sex because that's who who we were created to be is to reproduce. So when I see somebody or they see me, they're like, oh, he fine or oh she fine or she got this or she got that because it all boils down to was... how they're gonna reproduce and what type of child they're gonna have in the beginning. When they have a uh the dude is handsome or have muscles or the female has a fat ass or whatever that all boils down to reproduction whether you want to you want to go with it or not that's the bottom line of it
1: when i was younger it was about it was definitely about a, a sexual connection but now it's more about the compatibility mm-hmm. as i became older because Although the sex could be great, we we George, we, we, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a
2: question you. before you even get to the compatibility in the sex, what are you looking at when you meet this woman?
1: Her physical attributes, and that's,
0: Thank for, you. And that's for and I don't think we're even discounting that. Men it. are visual, but and women are too, don't right? Don't give yeah, me yeah. A I want to look at a man that's that's nice, sexy, fine, like you know, but and maybe you were heading this way when we're younger. You know, um, psychology tells us that our brains just goes just goes to physical. But one of these days we're gonna be older. Now I think we still we we are. You're not
2: look, looking to have kids at forty.
0: We 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 all. <laughs> we, I think we all still look good for our age. We move really good. Yeah. Uh, however, there's going to come as you get older, your priorities change, and I think that's where you're trying to allude to. Where it's not that at our age. So I'm in my late thirties. You guys are in your early forties. None of us look like it. It's not that we're saying at that at, at the stage we're in our life that physical appearance is no longer a matter. Because that's that's just lying. I'm not going to date someone who's 400 pounds and just look a sloppy mess. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. your that, priorities do change. Your,
2: put that belly on your back.
0: mm And I got a bad Lift back too. uh got to
1: stay at least 180,
0: 185. <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I don't need your belly on my back. Got a bad back <laughs> and bad knees. But as you get older, wiser, and mature, your priorities do shift. So I'm not saying that because I'm older that I'm just like, oh, he uh, he got a real good personality, but he ugly because he's not big, you know, biggie. He rapped about that. But your priorities should change. And you're looking for something of more of substance in addition to the physical attraction. Right. And so at some point our, um, the lower parts of our body may change and may not work like they used to when we're younger. And I feel like if you are building it, they got only- medicine for that. For y'all, not so much for us. No,
1: they got, honestly, they got natural healing factors
0: mm. for that. But the yeah. point of the matter is, there's going to come a time <laughs> when even if you can still use your magic stick, it's not going to work the way it did at <laughs> 20. Well, Dr. Dr. Savey, 20. Dr. Oh, Savey, Dr. Sebi.
1: Dr. Sebi was 80 years old.
0: He <laughs> had <laughs> a
1: woman 40 now, George years about old. He's on he the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold <laughs> His woman was 40 years old Mm -hmm. he was still putting down that blocker blocker you know what I'm saying (laughs) he was 80 years old his woman was 40 (laughs) years old he was still putting it down the thing is you have to take care of your body you have to take care of of yourself
2: all I'm saying America is this no matter if you choose to act on your 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 wants your needs because you you're gonna want to sleep with somebody else. At, at some point, you're gonna feel like you need to sleep with somebody else. But whether you act on it or not, that's that's your decision. But you're gonna want some side dick or, or some side <laughs> person. I'm, I'm just being 100. Not necessarily.
0: And not necessarily. I not There's nobody in
2: America that can tell me they did not being married. They have not wanted to sleep with somebody else.
1: That yeah. The, but the wants and the possibly doing is two different things. So you know I mean,
0: I, and and so I don't completely I don't completely agree or disagree with you. So just because, so I could be married today. So let's say I was married to you,
2: da, 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 da,
0: da. Oh, love great. him, have a happy uh, happy relationship, whatever. And let's say Idris Elba, because I love a dark chocolate man. I love chocolate man. He walked past me. Recognize with my eyes that that's a sexy man because I love a British accent too. Doesn't take from my love for my husband because Not to your at point, because to your it point, doesn't. we are physical beings, especially, and we are very visual, especially men. Probably maybe more so than women. And so me acknowledging as a married woman that I am physically and maybe sexually attracted to another good looking men there's nothing wrong with that because i think there's a misconception because w- you love a. someone or coupled with someone all of a sudden you go blind like you would love to think like oh that's my husband so i only have eyes yeah. for him and that is true but, not I'm, true, also, yeah. but I'm also not blind well, either hey
1: hey and, and husband, to open up this conversation natural fact mm-hmm. men turn their heads
0: mm-hmm.
1: when they look at other women
0: Y'all do. Women cut their eyes. We're, we're way more cooler with it. we women we're, we're look more at calculated. other men. You'll never but know. why now do someone women
1: else out. act like they don't look at other men? They always get on us when we happen to look at other women.
0: Again, I think it is a misconception when you talk about relationships. There's this misconception that if you are coupled with someone, so whatever that looks like, whether you're married or not, but you are coupled or partnered with someone... And all of a sudden, if you notice that someone else is attractive, that that is a bad thing. That that's considered cheating, and it's not because again, I may love my husband, but I'm also not blind, and exactly. it doesn't take away from my exactly. love. The women notice, act like they're not to notice that Idris Elba like came in and he's talking with his British accent. You know, I'm like, oh, I may tell my husband like, hey, can wow. you do? Can, can can you do a, a British accent? What wow. happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but
1: I might be offended. I'm not doing no British accent. You just gonna well, get what it is. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but and I and I don't know. I, I, and maybe that's just a conversation we need to have more and just understand that just because you're coupled with someone doesn't mean that you're blind. You know, that's true. To noticing that someone else is physically attractive uh, and that's a not, big
1: thing in the church we, too.
2: I, I'm going to say this because and, church and people
1: then and act like when they met their oh, significant, oh, significant oh, go other. Where? And yes, then, I, I gotta go there because I'm Gee, a theology pe- pe- major. People lose that; they hold lose up, that; up, they on. lose that point. George, go ahead. I, I'm, yeah, with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. But especially the church. I'm a theology major, and and people in the church act like that once they got filled with the Holy Spirit, <laughs> that they no longer look at any other mm. person because they're ma- and that is such a big misconception because you're still human, human right? You know what I mean? But that's my point,
2: though, George. At the end of the day, we are still human. We still look at big asses when when dudes wear their little joggers and they don't wear no drawers on purpose, and females are staring. We all are human. We we all we all have that part of us where we look and and, and we it whether it's whether you act on that. Feeling or not is up to you. But
0: I think that I think that's where the big uh, the big divide is is that you know we're all saying it is okay to look and to notice someone else is sexually attracted. But the way we started this topic is I love you, but I want to sample something new. Yeah, you want to sample. That something. you want to go beyond just looking. And I don't know for a lot of people that that is you know uh, that's okay. I'm I'm trying to imagine if I had a husband or boyfriend.
2: I'm coming home to you, that, baby. That,
0: uh, that said, hey, I love you. I adore you. You're my world and everything. However, I would like the option on the first Tuesday of every month to go uh, use my magic stick on... Uh, oh! On, um, oh. on something I, new.
2: I, I, it, I, can't, it can't be the same person, though.
0: I'm, I'm trying to... I'm literally trying to put myself in a state of mind... To understand if if my dude told me that it's just what sex. my reaction is, it's just
2: sex, Emily. Well,
0: you know what? No. It's, just, it's just sex. Well, you but know you what? You gotta
1: you're- realize you're hurting someone. You know?
2: It's just uh, no. I'm I'm not saying that you're not hurting anyone, but at the end of the day, sex is sex. For the majority of the people that I grew up around and, and word of my people, um, it's just sex. If I have sex with somebody today, I don't have to talk to them ever again. If I have sex with somebody while I'm I'm on the road in Tampa, Florida, and I meet somebody at the bar, we have sex. I ain't gotta talk to her ever again. I leave it where it's at and then no, I go it's home. Just that you- and then I hug my wife, and my kids, and <sighs> then nothing changes. I don't I don't talk to Tiffany <laughs> you know Tiffany down in Saint Pete because it was just I just wanted some some new ass and you it know, happened you and know I the left. Crazy but you sucker for love ass niggas. Y'all decide to bring it back home. Leave it in, in Tampa. That's that's my that's my issue. Leave it where it is and then move on.
0: Let me just say a disclosure. Uh the views of <laughs> and Kennedy <Kate laughs> does not reflect the views love. of George and Ebony. But um I think we'll have to kind of visit this conversation because you kind of open up a door to a whole different conversation about uh, what does sex really mean? And that means different things to different people. So that's definitely a topic that we will address in the future. So topic number two, I'm going to hand the mic over to uh, George because this is your topic that's near and dear to your heart.
1: Black cinematography.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. First, of sh- first off, I want to get a shout-out to Lena Wave Issa Rae, Woo-woo. and Kenya Barris. Lena Waif has done The Shy, Master of None, Queen and Slim, Ready Player One, Westworld, Dear White People, Onward Boomerang. Issa Rae has done Insecure, Lovebirds, Photograph, Little, The Hate You Give. Hmm. Kenya Barris has done Black as F, Blackish, Grownish, Coming to America, Girls Trip, Shaft, America Top Model Barbershop. These people are contributing to the black community. Round of applause for black. Yes, round of applause. But first of all, for the culture. And this is what I wanted to talk about, black cinematography. In the past, we've been depicted as slaves and servants, and now I am so proud of... And it's not just these three members, but I am so proud of the people... And honorable mention Tyler Perry. And How I forget? Courtney Care. Yes, Tyler Perry, for the black cinematography of putting black people in a positive light, showing black love, showing black relationships, showing black families in a positive way, and not just being servants and criminals. And I just want to talk about black cinematography in the way that we're we're moving forward in america into bringing people into our household into our culture and our customs well shout
2: out to mr spike lee also oh man yeah you know how can i forget one of the ogs and then your homeboy from the ny who who first started bringing for me black culture into the homes of everybody across the world. Not just America across the world. So shout out to Spike Lee for doing doing what he do and just making it uncomfortable. What I loved about his movies were if you were sitting in the movie theater or watching at home and you were a white person it's no way you felt comfortable because he made it uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he hit she, no...
1: She's gotta have, have it. it. Ah! Huh? Moment the blues! Ooh!
2: Ah. <laughs> School days! comfortable
1: Yo, and I was a kid but when I saw Tisha Campbell on that screen mm-hmm. I told my mother, I said mom, I gotta go to the all black college. <laughs> HBCU Oh my god, I saw Tisha Campbell, she was just like I said, that's what you get when you go to a black college? I want in Instead, I, I went to the military but that's a long story.
2: Yeah. I didn't know anything about Italians until I watched the Spike Lee movie and I'm like, man, they hate us?
1: Yeah. After... I didn't think that, you know what? And I'm from New York. Right. And I didn't, you know, I saw the Godfather movies. And, and I saw the depiction of Italians saying stuff about African Americans. But there were times that I went to downtown New York. And we partied. And we was amongst Italians. And although sometimes we might bump heads. I've never got that type of interaction. Of that they saw me as less than
2: them. Right. You know? I'm a, I'm a firm, firm supporter of black writers, uh, filmmakers, or whatever the case may be, because at the end of the day in Hollywood, what, what determines whether you get a movie or not is money. You got to have that money. You got to have those supporters. So even if I don't like the movie, I'm going to be honest. If I don't even like it, I'm going to watch it, or I'm going to go on Netflix and watch it, because it's black cinema, and that money, the more people watch it, then the more the support they're going to get far as that the financial side of it, because that's the biggest side Do of I it. Well,
1: have any of y'all saw the Shy? Yeah, of
2: course.
0: So I'm gonna be honest. I have maybe watched one episode.
1: Oh my god, you don't know what you're missing, so yo miss- Lena. Let me tell you something. And I love Issa. I love Kenya. And I'm not trying to separate anyone. But I'm just talking about Lena. Lena Waithe. Oh, my God. I just love everything that she does. I love who she is. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and don't get me wrong. And I'm going to take it on a whole nother level. Lena, don't knock me for this. I'm a theology major, so I'm not so cool with her lifestyle. But like I said, people might not be so cool with my lifestyle. And like I was talking to my wife a couple of days ago, and I told her there might be a time where... In the afterlife, we might see some lesbian and gay people in heaven, and we might say, how did you get here? And they're going to say the same thing to us. Well, how did you get here? You know what I mean? And I find that interesting. But on another note, I love the way she thinks, the movies that she's implemented, the TV shows that she's implemented. She's welcoming people into the black home. And I think The shy is just a great depiction of who we are as a people. And I think that every nationality need to see this. It's, this is not the the era of the Sydney Poitiers as Hollywood shuffle. Who who's the guy that did Hollywood shuffle again? I forgot.
2: Oh, um, Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, this is not that era where we have to accept these roles Bill that coffees. we're we're gangsters and we're criminals it's like we love too. We care too. We have hearts, too. And she is implementing this in black Hollywood, and I love it.
0: So the two um, people that we've kind of mentioned that really stood out to me that I want to discuss um, is first Issa Rae. So she's known for the creator and actor of Insecure, Insecure, which I
1: love that show. That's my show right here. But what I like about her
0: story is, which kind of speaks to the time that we're in now, is that she had a YouTube series called um, Awkward Black Girl, (laughs) which was her own scripted um, show or format that she started on YouTube. And what I like about her story is in previous times, In order to uh, break through to be a black creator, you had to have a lot of money, you had to be connected to a, a large production company, such as HBO and Showtime. And she has been able to start on YouTube, which we all have yes. access to that, to start her own scripted show, which led to her success with Insecure, which led her to do other movies, to start her own production. And company. I like the fact
1: that she's on the NBA playoffs, so she's just doing a monologue.
0: Yeah. Shout and out so to Issa Rae. I think, she's, I think she's really dope because it really just shows that our future black creators, because we will never take away from our Spike Lee's, um... Our John Singleton who passed away a few years ago that we can't forget him but it really just shows the power of technology and social media it allows more black creators to put their voices out there which we all agree that's important uh, because we're tired of our people being, de- being depicted as slaves or criminals or a crack mom with five yes. different, you know baby daddies and so I really love Easter Ray for that but the other person I want to highlight which is a hot button topic in the black community, which is Tyler Perry.
1: Yeah, shout out to Tyler Perry.
0: But but what I I wanna highlight about Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, regardless of how you feel about the Medea movies and Acrimony, which, you know, did you guys see Acrimony? Yes. That, you know, that, that movie is a whole different segment. What I can appreciate about Tyler Perry and I don't know if, if you guys have seen Black AF, when he was on the that's Action uh, Show, and yeah. he was talking to Kenya, where uh, he was just saying, like, listen, everyone doesn't love my Madea movies, yep. but I'm speaking to a target audience.
1: I love that. Movies.
0: I and love what that. I love, love, love about Tyler Perry is when he opened up his own studio, which is located on a Confederate Army base. How? And when you saw... The raw emotions for the culture of black Hollywood, just black celebrities. You know, when I see those t-shirts that say we are our ancestors wildest dreams, I have to think about Tyler Perry, because when you think about here's a black man who started. Uh, doing uh, what they used to call the Chitlin circuit of doing his uh, his plays I don't know if you all ever went to his place before I did
2: yeah I did before
0: you know they were on the bootleg movies Mm -hmm. but to see him come from that to be a self made black man in America to be able to purchase a Confederate army base and when you look at the size of his actual studios, which is actually much bigger than your studios that are white ran in Hollywood. Like you can literally put those studios inside of his studio and still have room to go. And although I'm not always the biggest Medea fan of the, uh, with his movies, but I will never take away his contribution to black cinema and to black actors. And even though he can be a hot button topic, The fact that there's been a lot of actors that started out in the chitlin circuit in his movies and his plays have gone on to do bigger things and it just you know again when i when i think about those t-shirts that say we are our ancestors wildest dreams yes sir who would have thought that he would have been able to accomplish as much as he has and to be able to have a studio and what that even means to other black creators. So uh, I, you know, I love all the people we name because they have contributed in different ways that are impactful, you know, for the culture and for our community. So
1: Kenya I say- Barris, thank you so much for coming to America. Thank you so much for Girls Trip. Thank you so much for Shaft. America top model, barbershop. I mean, these are the things that it, it, it depicted black people in a positive light. And don't get me wrong, I love our history, but I'm so tired of seeing the slave movies.
0: Same, same, same. Wow. I want to
1: see us depicted in the in a positive in a light, positive light right. but in a position of power. In pop, Barbershop, um, Black as F, Grownish, coming to America. We would depict it in a positive light. And I just. Thank you for that. I thank you for that because it was for the culture. And I know when you was creating it, that I don't I don't know everything that you had to deal with. And, and what you had to do to create that deal. Just as Issa Rae and, and Lena Wafe. I just want to thank you well, for, for uplifting us.
2: For um Tyler Perry, for those that were in the military, I've been to Fort McPherson. We call it Fort Mac and to see him purchase Fort mcpherson um and turn it into the first black owned studio tyler perry studios it's it's an amazing thing yes i I get i get choked up just thinking about thank you thank you
1: tyler perry
2: him him going and doing that and making it for the black culture culture is it's a great thing in the fact that there are no there isn't a certain criteria you must meet in order to be a part of the culture. So, you know, you may have people talking negative about some of the roles about Medea, or whatever. That's fine. But at the end of the day, he is one of the biggest contributors to the culture and that's giving black writers, black producers, black directors the opportunity (coughs) to do certain things on, on screen, which if he wasn't there, they would, maybe, they they would have never gotten the opportunity to do it. So all the great producers, writers that's given other black, young black writers and producers the opportunity to show off their talents. Hey, I applaud you, wholeheartedly. Because if you wasn't there, and I'm a big supporter of uh, nepotism because I believe in giving your own kind the of opportunity. Yes, sir. You have to.
0: And although, and and I kind of thought about um, when we talk about uh, black movies, TV shows and how we're depicted, and although the director of Hidden Figures is not a black person, but I even wanna kind of talk about that movie real quickly, that I hope that as we have more black creators, uh, more black screenwriters, uh, more people like uh, Tyler Perry that have the ability to have studios, that we see more movies like Hidden Figure. I'll be honest didn't know that black women had a significant um, contribution to NASA because again these are things that are not taught in our schools and every time we hear these dope amazing stories about the contributions of black people in America it makes me kind of like scratch my head like what else have we done for America that we just don't know because again so much of our contribution is um, is not in our school books our children are not taught that we haven't been taught that sometimes and I hope that with this wave of black creators that they um, start to tell um, the stories of our past, not just educate us because America needs to be educated, Uh, you know, we are beyond, you know, the typical roles that we are constantly cast um, in. There are a lot of contributions that we have made to this country that uh, that need to be highlighted and need to be taught in our schools. So uh, shout out to all of the black creators. Uh, I'm like Issa Rae. Her shirt, she wrote a war a few years ago back in on um, the Oscars that she is rooting for everyone black because I'm rooting for all of my black creators.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: So. Our third topic is regarding Megan the Stallion. Hashtag wow. hot,
2: girl.
0: hot girl summer. So, our first episode. Hot foot summer. We Really? See, he, he's the problem. We're going to talk about him. <laughs> so, our first episode of For the Love of the Culture. If you haven't listened to episode one, please go back and listen to episode one because it is amazing. But in episode one, we briefly talked about uh, Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez who is a rapper that is from Toronto, Canada. Uh, Allegedly, they were all at Kylie Jenner's house and they were coming back from her pool party. Uh, Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, security and one of Megan's uh, friends were in the car. And we saw video footage where Megan Thee Stallion was coming out of the SUV. Her feet were bleeding and she was limping. And so it later came out that Megan Thee Stallion was shot in both feet. Uh, praise God that she was able to have a successful uh, surgery. She 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 is able to continue to bless us with her twerking. Her twerking is amazing, and we've all been kind of wondering like, what the hell happened in there? Because Tori wasn't talking, Megan wasn't talking.
1: Homie, let it go, yo. We for we, real, we're real talk. So,
0: let, let me finish. Let me finish setting it up. Uh, we've had celebrities like Drea, which we addressed her on episode one that came out and made a very cheek and tongue reference, uh, making light of it. And honestly, on black Twitter, a lot of people, including my co-hosts, I'm gonna put you on the spot have made jokes and said, well, maybe Megan did something. Well, Megan's bigger than him. Maybe she gave him the two-piece combo. We've heard a lot of conspiracy theories. So within the last couple days, Megan went on IG Live to clear the story and to provide some more clarity because allegedly, and I'm saying allegedly because I want none of us be sued, allegedly Tory Lanez and his people were going out and putting out a story or a narrative that was incorrect. And Megan told us what happened from her perspective. So just to get you guys quickly up to speed, she did finally confirm she was indeed shot in both feet by Tory Lanez. She also indicated that she did nothing to deserve that. She also indicated it had nothing to do with Kylie Jenner or her allegedly being jealous. She also admitted that she did not tell the police at the scene nor the hospital because in her mind, the car was filled with all black people with a gun interacting with the police. And although she was the victim, she felt that it was not safe to indicate a gun had been involved because she didn't want to uh, be a victim to police police brutality. And she has come out to tell us a little bit more about the story. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm very disgusted with people Mm. who have come out and made fun of this, who've made a joke of this, and who have try to make her be the villain when she is the victim in this I think it speaks to the narrative that black women again we're not always protected and especially within our community so because my two co-hosts are strong black men I want to get y'all uh I sound very southern y'all I want to <laughs> get, I wanna get y'all opinion on you know, what we've been told, what's happened, has it been appropriate, the backlash that she has received, given that she was a victim, she got shot in two feet. Uh, what, what say y'all? Who want to kick it off?
2: Well, I kick it off in the, in the fact that I don't care if, you know, my, my, my brother in crime, my, my brother from another mother, he's going to talk about the whap, whap, wham, <laughs> <in the front. laughs> you know, what could have happened in that car. At the end of the day, he should have never. I, I don't see where pulling the gun out on a on a woman is gonna is gonna ever make you feel like a man or make you feel like you you're protecting yourself. At the end of the day, he he should have never ever shot a woman or shot somebody that he was dealing with because you you were having an argument or a disagreement. That's not the 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 end state of the situation. When 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 it comes to her and what she did, hey, I applaud her because she was right. If she would have yelled out, "He has a gun and he shot me," it would have been a bad night or bad. Yeah, it wouldn't even been any questions asked. They would, it could, they could have just opened fire. So I definitely support her for supporting for not saying anything in that moment. Also, when she got to the hospital, she didn't say anything. So I'm like, hey, Megan is a, a, a ride or die chick. You know what I'm saying? She like, even though she's from, um, she's from Texas. It's You're like, Texas? yeah, it's like she's from Alabama and shit. You know what I'm saying? She ride or die like that. She she hold people down. So I, I applaud her for that. But Tory Lanez, I I really don't know him. Never been in contact with him. But I don't understand his the way he's handled the situation. It, it it's not making any sense. But he has a short man complex. Go ahead, George.
1: So everybody been feeling fearing for his life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me check. This. Check this out. Tori is
0: 53. <laughs> hold on. All right. I wish all right. No, 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 let me see on. my face right now. Let Come me on get
1: George. I know. Tori's 53. Five 53.
2: Five but he's not he's all, not right, a all slim, right. All right.
1: Let me just get that out five there. Three. Tori's Tori's 53. Megan is a nice-sized woman. I'm not going to discredit her in any way. I love my sisters. 365. 24-7. But I don't know what happened. Tory let them shots go. That's what we do know. In no type of way do I justify that. Um, me personally, I always say and, and, and I'm in a joking manner, I will never mess with a woman that weighs more than me because if she plant her feet and grab you by the collar, <laughs> you're going for a ride. <laughs> but I will say that I feel sad for everything that transpired between Tory Lanes and Megan Thee Stallion. It's sad to hear about, but uh, maybe Tory got hit with a whoop, 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 like my man E said, and uh, maybe he was fearing for his life. It does not justify it, but he did let off them shots, and it's sad. It's sad because it's, it's just it's more black on black violence.
2: That's what it is, bro.
0: So. Let me see why all this is disappointing. She
2: sounded like my mama when she took that deep breath.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you my sister, but don't the, the, don't come with no BS I, right I, I, now.
0: <laughs> I think this goes to a conversation or a narrative that we've been kind of talking about in the black community with everything that's going on. I'ma pose this, uh I'm gonna pose this question uh to my co hosts, who are two strong black men. Why is it that it seems like that black men do not show up or protect black women like black women show up to protect black men. Mm. Case in point, in this instance, she was the victim. Let's say she did place hands on them. Let's say she, she um what do you call it? Uh, Ooh, wah, wah. Not that.
2: What? Well,
0: you, like, <laughs> we like snuff somebody. You know, oh. we like snuff somebody. Oh, and I'm not bye right. yeah.
1: y'all yeah.
0: Because we, we've talked about on this podcast, We do not condone uh, physical violence that includes women putting hands on men and vice versa. So let's just make sure that our our podcast, we don't play that. You did, But let's say that was the case. Let's say she snuffed them. Mm -hmm. For the response to be shooting someone in the foot, someone who is an entertainer, that is her livelihood, and to potentially affect her earning ability, that's wrong. And here it is, a black woman who is a victim of a domestic crime. And instead of her worrying about herself, and I'm not judging her for the decision she made. Yeah, I like this part right
1: here. Go ahead, sis. I'm I'm
0: not judging her because that's what she felt was even in her pain. Yes. She wasn't thinking about her feet. She still chose to protect
1: the black black man. man. Exactly.
0: And to then see, see both black men and women go on social media, clowning her. Coming up with these conspiracy theories or oh you know you probably did something wrong when she is the clear victim regardless of what precipitated before the shooting something happened that resulted in her being shot in two feet not one but two feet she could have easily not been able to walk again and in her moment of pain she said hey i understand the systematic racism in this company, Woo! the inter- the the interaction that black people have with police, yes. which even when we're the victim... she
1: still it, chose to protect can, the black man. It can no end in
0: me, my friend, the security officer, and a black man to be died. I'm going to put my pain on the side, mm. and I'm going to cover you. But then, Tory Lanez, let me just say that, you are a bitch-ass nigga. Mm. Okay? For you and your I'm gonna people. I'm going to step all
1: the way out of this one. To I'm to go let Ed do this.
0: Lying when you know the truth. And maybe there's something else to the story that maybe highlights. Maybe she may have been the wrong. I got to put my is. polo hat for this She's week. bleeding. Because we all <laughs> saw the footage. She's limping. And you to go on social media, on your platforms and lie. When this is a black woman who's in physical pain. And she chose to protect you. And your bitch ass is going to sit here and lie. When honestly, your ass should have been locked up because you per- perpetrated a crime against a black woman. and You have the fucking audacity to do that. You are a bitch ass nigger. You are the epitome of a weak man. She said, "Nigger." And I am so art. sick and
1: <laughs> Go ahead, sis. Because it speaks
0: to the narrative, and I'm going a different way. People went hard in the paint for George Floyd, as we should have. Because as a mother, when I heard him cry for his mother, I weep because that could have been my son.
1: Yes, yes.
0: But I don't see the same damn energy with Breonna Taylor and her killers are still walking, breathing air, living their good life.
2: Going on vacation, having that good life. Man.
0: I need for the black men, the black kings to uplift your black queens and protect black women. So I'm gonna go ahead and get the mic back to y'all. I know I I got a little fear, but nah, that do that, you, bo- sis? that bothers me. Do you say because black women we love our black men and our black kings and we sacrifice for them, but we want y'all to sacrifice for us. We want y'all to protect us as well. So let's speak. So do y'all want to add anything else? No, nah, you can you know, go on I'm just, on to the next you know, topic,
1: sis. I'm good. One, one for that,
0: thing. I'm just, one, I'm just heated on that.
2: One thing for Tory Lanes: leave that fuck shit in, in Canada. Don't bring Blah. it. Don't bring it here, yo. Leave, leave that fuck shit in Canada. You do.
0: All right, all right. So the final mm. topic for episode four mm. is entitled Single Mothers Raising Their Men or Their Man and Not Their Son. Mm. So uh, we've had some conversations about sometimes when you see certain tendencies in men that you can clearly say oh, that they were raised by, uh, by mothers. Ooh. Um, exclusively and they didn't have strong uh, father figures or um, actual fathers um, in their life and so we kind of talked about sometimes you see that when when women, mothers, are raising their sons, they're not putting the necessary things in them for them to be a man to be able to be in a healthy relationship but they're really mothering their son to be their man so I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic to Tim aka Pharrell For him
2: to Look, women, I I love my women to death. But y'all raising some bitch ass, sucker for love ass niggas. Y'all raising the, the, the men that maybe you wanted in your life. Yes. Or men that you seen on fucking TV or in the movies and you felt like they would be the best for you or whatever the case may be. But men, black men, you need to raise them to be self-sufficient, to be independent, to love themselves. And you need to fucking stop. Stop with this independent shit because at the end of the day, you need to think about your children more than you think about yourself. So if you're dealing with a man that's good for your child and he needs you to be a certain type of woman, not nothing disrespectful, nothing violent or whatever, you need to submit to this man, and allow him to lead your household and be something good for you and for your child. I'm sick of commanding and guiding men that were raised by their women and have no clue on how to be a man. I'm tired of having to fucking bring them into my office and guide them on the simple things of being a man. I understand you can't And and, and I blame men In a lot of this too Because of being locked up Some of them fall victim To the system Or whatever the case may be But Don't raise a young man To be your man He's not your husband He's not your best friend He's not your boyfriend He's not none of that shit So you need to raise him As if he's going out Into society And have to deal with Racism And being less than And being treated A certain way in society So you need to Put that armor around him to make him a strong black man. So, even if it's not his dad, his grandfather, his uncle, there are plenty of men like me that are more than willing to communicate, to guide young black men into moving forward. Let it go. Please let it go.
0: Let it go! <laughs> George, you want to jump in this? Oh,
1: yeah. I just need, um, there's a lot of black men is raised by single black mothers. A lot of times I feel like single black mothers raise men in the manner in which they want a man to treat them. But it's not reality. Because only a man can raise a man. Amen. And I need men to raise men. But the thing is, we have to understand that when these men get with women and have children, and then it doesn't work out they have to deal with all of these necessary negalities to still raise their child. Of course, it's not gonna be easy, but he is from your lineage. He is from your loins. You still have to raise him. You still have to educate him and show him what it is to be a man. It doesn't mean that you depart and take the easy route because she has made it hard for you to raise your child. And in some cases, that, that is not always feasible. Because she makes it harder than it is to be. And now you cannot raise your child. And there's a legal system that dictates when you can visit your child. But if that's not part of the stipulation, then I need you to actively be a part of your child's life. Because he needs a man there to educate him on what a man is. And maybe you are not the best example of what a man is. But give him everything that you are and show him how to be better than anything that you have aspired to be.
2: And, and ladies, I understand you may be harboring, which we're going to talk about in a, the next episode, some ill feelings toward your your child's father or y'all didn't end in the, in the oh, greatest goodness. way, or he cheated on you or whatever. That's why I talk about that outside. But anyway... He cheated on you and got some something new or whatever. However, at the end of the day, it's not about you and your emotions and your feelings. It's about the yeah, child. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. Check this out. As as we saying all this, right? I'm looking at my sis, right? I'm looking at Ev right? She's scrolling through her phone. She like, I don't even want to get in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 bro! I, She's I, so outside of this conversation, ma. Her, check her, this her out. St- I need you to be a part of this because even though we're talking about the men in our culture raising their kids outside of a relationship, if they are no down, longer man. a Bring part sh- of, relax. I need relax. you to talk on this subject. Relax,
0: relax. Aww. My co-hosts are misinterpreting my body language. Woo! They thought that I was gonna be huh? past voice voice. They thought that I was <laughs> they thought I was on the end of the bench because I wasn't a star player in the lineup to talk about this. George kind of saved the both of them that he didn't realize it. he kind of saved the both of them because he kind Ooh. of saved where I was getting ready to go I don't know if we have any Game of Thrones uh fans out there I'm I'm, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan and you know you remember that episode when uh Queen Daenerys was on the dragon and when she heard the bells ring She was supposed to not burn all of King's Landing, but then the bells rang. And she said, fuck it. And she just burned down all of King's Landing. See? I heard the bells ring, and I was getting ready to light both of them up. My secret fantasy is to find a dragon so I can start burning people up. And I was getting ready to burn my two brothers a up. A dragon? That's right. You but Burn me some, up. That's right. I wish I had a dragon. Because sometimes people say crazy shit. And you just be one of like them. We're going to slap box after
2: this, and you be want to like The truth is you, a motherfucker. You
0: know, call me call me Danny 2.0. Because I was getting ready to like they ass up with the my imaginary dragon. Wonderful. But brother George... He said some things that was along the lines that I was going to say.
1: Okay. And he okay. kind of,
0: he, he saved him a trail. He don't even know. His, his, the last part of what he said, it was kind of in the clutch, and he saved the both of them. Where I have a problem, when we talk about single mothers raising sons in particular. Okay. And not putting in their sons what they need to be a man, or... And I'm getting a little bit off topic when we talk about the state of black children and the confinements of uh, the relationships that I feel like a lot of times women, not only do they not get the credit for being single mothers and doing the best of what they can do, single moms, not only do they not get the credit that they deserve, they get shitted on it's always like, oh, you have all these unwed women having children and, you know, single mothers are not sufficient in parenting their children. Single mothers are not sufficient in raising sons, especially black sons and putting in them what what they need. And therefore the single mother, you are the reason why we have a whole generation of weak ass, bitch ass, (laughs) Nigga ass, pussy ass, just weak dudes.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. And
0: I I take offense of that because, and I've had this conversation with my son's father. I'm putting my business out here on the podcast.
2: Put it out, put it out. Okay.
0: I am a black woman. I come from three to four generations that I've known and grown up around strong black women. So I've had a very good depiction of strong black women in my family. So I put into my son what has been taught to me from the vantage point of a woman and a mother. It is not my job to necessarily put into my son what his father, who is his father and a man, into my son. Have there been times during my son's childhood that I've had to be both mother and father? There has been. But to penalize or shit on single mothers and blame them for not producing or raising strong men i never hear the same amount of criticism to the men who are not present in their children's life to both terrell and george's point we do need to have more conversations with men who are not stepping up to the plate. And unfortunately, and we'll probably talk about this in future episodes, cause Terrell kind of um, alluded to this. There are complicated uh, situations where sometimes mothers are preventing fathers from being a part of their lives and vice versa. And we'll, you know, do a deep dive in that later. However, I want that same energy, that same fire that is geared towards women, single mothers, and the things they're not putting into their sons to also be directed to the fathers. Because if we want to go, you know, in the sense of the Bible in biblical terms, the man is supposed to be the leader of their household. The
1: head, definitely. The head, definitely.
0: And in my opinion, I don't feel like when you talk about the dysfunction of the family and the black family, I feel like a lot of times the negativity or the criticism is more source slanted towards the woman than it is the man. And that's just my Mm. opinion. You know, I... But uh,
1: when I talk about the head, I'm not talking about a woman being behind me. And, And I think that is so imperative to mention. I'm not talking about her being behind me, but I'm talking about her being by my side. Because she is not behind me to be my understudy, but she is beside me to be my partner. And I need her to be by my side because in no way, shape, form, or fashion... Does a man complete everything there is to be?
0: So let me ask you, do you guys think that absentee's fathers get the same type of criticism as Hell single yeah. mothers? Hell yeah. When you talk about the failure of whatever it is that you see in, in, in children or a generation of children that are born into those situations? Because, again, and I'm speaking from my perspective, and I have mostly male friends. And when we talk about issues with the black community, it's always... You know, it's always like, oh, well, these women shouldn't be having five, six kids. And I agree, but I'm just like, guess what? It took two to tangle. Yes, these, it did. These men shouldn't be having five or six kids. No one should be having five or six kids. And we're all parents, and we're all And, let me,
1: and let me tell you something. When when she got that five or six kids. Uh-uh. I don't
0: know where he can Oh, to go man. This. Don't um, don't knock me for this. Oh, God. She,
1: she got that good, good.
0: I knew he was getting ready to say that. She because got so, that good, good. Because I saw, because, that, on, because, I saw that. on Black Twitter. So it was like, man, exactly. she got bossy's kids. She
1: got that wop, that Wap was like, really, you're She like- got that good, good, and that's why dudes know. But you know why? And, and let me tell you something. <laughs> you're right over there. Emily. Let me tell you something. Yo, I can't wait till we do the video you
0: know component of this podcast. So because y'all can see my facial expressions.
1: Because when the dudes step into the relationship and already know she got four kids, he already know.
0: What does he already know? Please. He yes
1: already one. knows she got that good good. Because he didn't he didn't mm-hmm. try it. He he didn't he didn't tested the waters. He knows she got that good good. And he's willing to give her another child. But to take all that away, when you a man and you step into a relationship where a woman has children outside of you, I just want these black brothers to know. Don't just love her love everything that encompasses who she is. Which
0: includes the children. Yes! Correct.
1: Because, let me tell you something, we might, there are so many brothers that are locked up, there are so many brothers that are dealing with drugs, and trying to overcome that, and there are so many men that are are in the homosexual community. When you come across a woman that has kids outside the relationship, don't I need you to understand that you can't just love her, but you gotta love everything about her. And that might be her kids that the fathers that are not still around.
2: Well, it takes an amazing man to do that. It doesn't
1: take an amazing man, it takes a man that this is the thing. If you want her, you have to want everything about no, her and no. not just Yes! Yes! Because, because, because it, you, me, can't just, me, you can't just want her.
2: Let me she, let me let me she's explain George. When when when, She's I, a package deal. when I when I when I'm out dating when I meet somebody that I like I want her, I, I I'm I don't want her son JoJo and Lamonte and her, her daughter. I, I I'm I'm getting to know her. I'm not getting to know them. I understand that it's a package deal. But what brought me into this deal, to, to this bargaining table, can is, I take it on? It? Is, is her, not yeah. them? I'm, I'm I'm with you. They should be. Can I take it on another
1: note, They brother? should
2: be accepting of her kids too. But what brings men and women to the table is not the kids. The kids come into the fold after the fact. You you Brother, can I take it on another note? I, you you are talking to somebody who dealt with somebody with kids and I have kids or whatever the case may be. So when they meet me and they love they they fall in love with this ravishing smooth ass nigga from Alabama, they're falling in love with Woo. me, but they're not falling in love with
1: my my baby, my daughter, Jada. They're not falling in love with any hey, of that hey, shit. They're falling in love with me. To the men of my generation, when you was a child, you went in, you went and bought a G.I. Joe, your mother took you to the store, you bought a G.I. Joe. Depending on how much money she had, you bought a GI Joe that was basic, mm. or you bought a GI Joe with all the all the trimmings. Each sold separately. <laughs> That's what I call them doing. I
0: can't stand here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real
1: mm-hmm. talk. Because some mothers couldn't afford all that, so they got the GI Joe that was basic, and it said on the side of the of the package, each sold. Separately. Yes, I
0: do remember that. Okay. That means
1: that you didn't get all the trimmings. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? But I need these brothers to understand that although you're looking for the each soul separately, when you picked up this woman that was fine, that was beautiful, that was something that you could not do without, she had some other kids that was in the in, in the fold. And in order to love her, you also have to love everything that encompasses
0: her. So I think you guys are both, you actually both are saying the same things. Um, and because I agree with the both of you. And i look, I'm putting my business out on this podcast.
2: Um, you used to be a stripper. God damn it, I knew she was at Magic City. I, Ebony! <laughs> I did threw some dollars at you, God damn it. I knew it. Let me say, I, I knew it, George.
0: They say, to fame my name. Like, I like stripper <laughs> animals. I've never been a stripper, not judging strippers, but I've never been one. Hmm. But what I will say is, so I, I, I've shared, I have an adult kiddo. I didn't believe, and I think I shared a story with you guys last night. Yeah. I didn't believe that I had the capacity to love someone else's kid that was not biologically mine, like I love my my own kid. Um, I've been fortunate to be in a relationship well, with one of my exes where um, to Terrell's point, I fell in love and was attracted to him exclusively only, even though I knew he had a child. But to your point, George, if someone if you're dating someone and you're looking to move forward in a tangible meaningful way you cannot discount that they have kids because if that person you're dating is involved with in their children's life because that's a big distinguishing factor then you have to consider the kids but to your point you're attracted to that person initially and so i was attracted to that person initially not necessarily his child but as i fell more in love with that person I naturally fell in love with their child and I love that child as if they was my, my yes. own. to this day. I was square up for that kiddo. Like it was my kid nope that I pushed you out, buck. you know, nope exactly.
1: You
0: I, I don't play that with, you know, I'm and people who know me, know I'm a mom, mom. Like if you're my friend and you have kids, your kiddos are my bonus kids. And if we need to roll out and ride out, cause someone's harming your kid, then that's what we're going to do because that's just who I am. And, you know, I guess to kind of put a bow on this, is that what I, what I would love to see is that there is equal accountability with men and women when you talk about the parenting of children. Because last time I checked, I know we got test two babies. Nobody says that nowadays, but that was a big thing. But it does take two to bring these children to the world. And although I am a strong black woman and I think I'm a decent mother, um, I have said this to my son and I've said this to his father. There are some things with all of my intellect and book smart and common sense that I will never be able to teach our son because I am not a black man. And there is a big difference between being a man and a woman. And right. there are things, even if you are an amazing single mom and there are amazing single moms, and guess what? There are amazing single dads because I think sometimes they don't get the credit they deserve as well. Children need strong mothers. And they need strong fathers. I'm not into that whole thing. Well, it's only best that kids are with their mother. No, kids need mothers and fathers. It took two to bring them in this world. It takes two to raise them. And for me, I want, if if there's a lack in parenting, it needs to be an equal criticism with both mothers and fathers. So that is all that we have for today's episode, for episode four, for the love of the culture. Again, like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter, like us on Instagram, go to our page at www.anchor.com backslash for the love of the culture. Click on the message icon. Let us know what your thoughts are. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Let us know what you want to hear for future episodes or just show us some love. We love the love. So thank you again. Stay safe in these streets and be blessed.